Welcome back to Keep Talking Eight Months Later with your hosts, Keely, Grayson, and Austin. It feels like it's been like a year since we've done this, dude. I, I think it, it almost has been. It was October 7th, 2021. We had our last episode now keely i have to ask you something because okay. this is your first episode with us right mm-hmm. do you remember the first time you heard an episode yes because i remember you telling me about it what was your first experience listening to the keep talking podcast the first time that we i listened to is actually with michaela okay and we were like painting my room or something so we were listening to it over painting and we were like what are they talking about like it was like it was like uh, sort of like chaotic in a way but it was mm. like a pulled together chaotic no chaos is pretty much on brand for this podcast yeah so was your takeaway from that like i should listen to this more or was the takeaway kind of i'm really happy for them that they're doing something they like but i'm not gonna no i listen every time the episode came out i listened to it i thought it was good she was one of like the two people that would listen to this thing on a weekly basis yep i am great friend of the podcast we call it in the (laughs) business great so what, what, what do you got going on like what are you thinking right now about the podcast yeah just in general i really like doing it i thought it was really cool I've never had my voice on. Uh, I mean, on Spotify. You're before. on Spotify. So man. I thought it was. I thought it was pretty cool to have something on Spotify with me in it. Here's the thing. I know you've probably thought about this, and maybe it keeps you awake at night if you think about it too long. You'll be able to come back to this when you're like 50, and you have grandkids, and you'd be like, "Look, this is what I sounded like yeah. in high school." Yeah. If Spotify doesn't like you know get shut down at some point, I hope it doesn't. It better not. No, man. It's gonna be like uh, it's gonna be around forever. You know, the internet's forever. That's what they say. Like, once something's on the internet, it never goes away. Yeah, you're right. I think in a way, I mean, there's, like, apps that have been, like, shut down. Like, House Party got shut down, like, almost a year ago. Mm. Um, there was Vine. Vine. I was about to say Vine got shut down. Kiwi, do you remember Vine? Yes. Okay. See, Vine, they shut it down because they were like, nobody wants to watch these short videos. And then now everybody in the world watches TikTok. <laughs> they, they missed the mark by, like, five years. It's stupid. All right, so I have a question for you guys. All right. This is not not a serious question, but I want you to treat it like it's a serious question because I want good answers, okay? So the question is, if you have to give somebody bad news or like tell them something you know they don't want to hear, how do you get them in a good mood so they're ready to hear it? So with like, what's my relationship to the person? Um, Is it a friend? Is it a family member? Is it a coworker? Is it a- Well, what would you like it to be? What's the first thing that comes um, into your head? I I hate giving bad news regardless, so, like, just a friend, I guess. Okay, yeah, okay, friend. Friend's good. How, like, I would, like, take them out, like, take them, like, ice cream or something. And, like, while you're eating ice cream, just, like, drop the bomb. And then, <laughs> and then be like, all right, I gotta go. No, no, <laughs> Just here's some ice cream and dip. <laughs> yes. no, yeah, I, I was going along the lines of that, like, hang out with him for a bit, like, yeah. do whatever, like, do something you both enjoy doing and, like, kind of set a positive vibe. Yeah. And then start, for example... If, like, for example, if I'm, like, going somewhere with a friend, right? Yeah. And I figured out, like, their dog just got hit by a semi-truck, right? Oh, my gosh. Okay, we're going straight into this. I would, we're going deep. I would make up a story about the past with me. Like, oh, yeah, one day, like, I had a dog get hit by a car. Like, it was really sad. No, hang on, hang on, hang on. By so the way. Wait, wait, back up. Are you, are, you, are you saying that you're going to? I know, right, dude? Oh my you are gosh. so right, man. I am so with you, man. For real, dude. For real. You just got to keep living for Jesus, man. All right, man? It's all good. Hey, that's for you. All right, thanks. Pastor Chris, everybody. 
Oh, snap. It's a keychain. It's pretty cool. There you go. Pastor Chris just came in and gifted Grayson a keychain. awkward laughing from Grayson. <laughs> 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 well, he came over and, like, basically sat on my leg, and I was like... We love that. Listen, our pastor loves us. That's the takeaway from exactly. this, right? So, back up to the story, okay. first of all. All right, I'm going to give a different answer. I'm trying to clarify. I'm not judging your answer. You said you would make up a story. No, now, I'm judging my own answer. Now, are you saying that you would make up the fact that you had a dog? Or are you, yeah. you making up that something happened to a dog you actually had? Um. Oh, man. I really... I got, dude, I'm so, I got so blown out, like, whoa, I mean, that's the wrong term to use. I got so caught off guard by when Pastor came and I kind of lost my train of thought. But, yeah, I would, like, say something about that. Like, I wouldn't make up the fact that it happened. I would, like, I would, hold on, I'm going to restart my answer. All right, yeah, start the answer over. It's probably so, the wiser decision. I would take, <laughs> I would take him, I would take him out, like Keely said, like, you know, do whatever, something we both enjoy doing. Yep. Get him, get him in a good mood. And then, like, yeah, like if it, okay, let's go with with the like concept of a dog getting hit. By okay, dog. We would be talking about dogs. Oh yeah, and then be like, hey, by the way, I figured out. Like, I learned. Like, don't take this like too hard. I'm not the one driving, but your dog got hit by a car. Why don't you just get him a new dog and hand it to them while you're there at that point? <laughs> you just surprise him. That was have to... such a long answer. I'm not going to hear this over and be like, what was I thinking? No, I get it. I get it. Now, now Keely, yes. your answer was similar lines. We're going to go get ice cream or yes. you know, go get the, coffee. Yeah, we'll go to Starbucks. Have, yeah, like, we'll whatever. Time. So we're you're going to you're gonna sit there. And now how long? I mean, is this going to go for like, right. what, half an hour, yeah. an hour? Like, you're going to just like be hanging out. like. And then, by the way... Your dog died, and you're like, you know what? My mom's outside. I gotta go. I gotta go. Like, walk know, me through I, that. Okay, so like, you walk, you're walking in, like you're the girl or the guy, whatever, is not expecting for this news. So you're like, let me let me buy your coffee, all right? Yeah. So you get your coffee and you go sit down, and you're just like talking about life, and then you're like, um, so I have some news for you. <laughs> And then they're like, oh no, what? But that's like a way of delivering bad news regularly. I think. But then like, a fun way of we are wrapped to coffee. So okay, but by, by, by the way, I have some news for you. Yes. Like, that's how you open bad news, whatever you're doing. Exactly. So then you just drop it and you leave. So, just, so your idea of making this just, no, like... No, no, no. So like you tell them and then you like comfort them. Oh, okay. okay. And okay. then you're like, all right, I got to go. Okay. And then you got to go too because right. you're not going to stay here by yourself. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like just leave, mm -hmm. but like... Cut it short. You're like, like, we're like not... tell them and then make try to make them feel better. But and there's not going to be an extended time. Yeah, because if like... there's an extended time, they're just going to dwell in their sadness. True. Like maybe take them somewhere else and like shopping, like get their mind off of it. You know what I mean? No, I get or, that. Or so I'm kind of changing my and answer. And then take them out to like coffee or ice cream or something like that. Okay. But then they're not going to be distracted. They're going to go home and cry about their dog being dead. Right. So that's why you got to go shopping after, so you get them it off their mind. Right. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, like keep them busy. Like pick them up. Hey, bad news. It just happened. And then go do something instead. Like take it off. Like that's what I'm saying. I'm agreeing with you. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think that I think that makes sense. The so my thing is. If you do the thing first, which I think we're all kind of on the same page, like, you know, you, you find something fun to do that makes the the dropping of the news, like, not seem so bad, right? Mm -hmm. But my thing is, like, if I know I'm about to tell someone something they're not going to want to hear or have this, like, hard conversation with them, I'm going to be, like, so distracted and, like, I'm going to be having such a hard time, like, feeling guilty that, like... Yeah, afterwards. I'm, too. like, 
Go, well, yeah, after, but also like going into it, like, okay, I'm, I'm sitting here eating ice cream or having coffee or like whatever. And like, they think we're just out having a good time. I know, like I'm buttering them up, right? So that like, when I tell them this thing, they're not gonna be like, it's not gonna wreck their whole life. So for me, like the hard part about it is like, how do you go through that thing? But then like, not just change the change the plan like two seconds into it, but like, all right, all right, so I have to tell you this. Yeah. Cause like that would be the thing that I would do. I have a, I have such a hard time. Like you guys ever had someone that's like, hey, we gotta talk later. Then I, oh my you did gosh, that to me dude. before, Austin. I almost crapped my pants. I was so scared. <laughs> I was like, I'm in trouble. He's like kicking me off the praise team or something. Like I was freaking out about it. And you like kept talking to people for like 30 minutes, and I was sitting there like pacing, like freaking out about what you had to talk to. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even anything. Important. It was like one thing. That wasn't even like it was yeah. important, but like you know, what I mean? it wasn't like bad. It wasn't like oh yeah, it wasn't like I was gonna yeah like kicked off or something. It was just <laughs> nice. I think in my life I that's been that. that is like my least favorite thing for somebody to do. Or if someone texts you that, oh. and you, and then they don't answer you back. With you're like period. okay, tell me, and you're like sitting there and they're not answering you. I think like I want to tell you in person, and then you're like, all right, you guys tell me if I'm right or wrong. I think somebody texting you like we have to talk might be the worst text message you could get with a period at the yes. end. yeah with a period yeah like i think that's the worst like anything with a period at the end is the worst because mm-hmm. here's the thing like i'm putting myself in the mindset like you know if you're dating somebody and they they break up with you over text message like that sucks yeah. right like that's terrible that's worse than getting a we have to talk is it though because when you get we have to talk you know that's coming yeah but you also have to wait for it you know like if you get texted like hey like I'm done. Like, okay, this is over. Like, there's nothing else I can do in this situation. Like, I gotta, like, I gotta deal with this. But, like, if someone texts you, like, hey, we gotta talk. Then you're like, oh, no. Then you, it starts running through your mind you're what like, could be going on. I'm, they're gonna break up with me. Or if it's, like, you know, just, like, not in a relationship, it's, like, they're gonna be mad at me. Or, like, I did something wrong. Like, they're offended. Like, you're, you're going through all of the options. And you're, like, starting to think about, like, what are the, what's gonna happen before you even get to that point. That's, like, my thought. Whenever, like, you say stuff like that, I try to, like, put myself in the position of, like, receiving a text like that. Yeah. Well, I think that's what we're both doing. Yeah. But, like, getting a, like, we have to talk later, and then if it is, like, a breakup or something. Yeah. And it's a talk in person, Mm -hmm. that's different than getting a we have to talk later, and then getting a text saying, like, yeah, we're done. True. Yeah. But, like, it all all depends on, like, the reasoning. Like, if, like, if someone, like, if... If, like, I got a text and it was like, hey, we're breaking up and, like, no reasoning at all, yeah. that would be the worst text to ever receive. At, like, first to, we have to talk later. Or, like, like we have to talk about something. But I just feel like that opens, because it's like, yes, yeah, like, getting broken up with text, just don't do it. Right? Like, just, like, we'll, we'll say right now, like, do not break up with somebody over text. Like, that's, that is not cool. But at the same time, maybe... If you want to, if you want to like start things in motion to have that conversation, don't use "we have to talk" as like your way of setting up that conversation. Maybe just like set up a way to like hang out in a different way without putting that that anxiety in the situation because that's not going to help the conversation when like, you get I there. Like I think we should go get coffee and talk about some things. Like is what? I mean, even that, even that, I don't know if that's. I don't think that would be, be any better. better. I think you should make it evident, like. Don't be like, hey, let's do this. Let's get coffee. Let's go shopping. Let's let's do this today. And then, like, as you pick them up, have, like, that mood, like, yeah, we have to talk about stuff. 
I mean, that's like you're not thinking be, anything's wrong. Like, no, you're not going that's into that's like getting someone's like hopes up for a good day. But also, it's not a good idea to be like, let's do this, but we're going to have a conversation while we're doing this. So it's really hard to go about that. Yeah. I think just either calling someone or being vague about, like, the idea of hanging out is the best way to kind of break news or, like, get something off your chest or whatever the case is. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think, I think... if I if I texted you and was like... Yo, like I'll, I'll pick you up. Like let's let's go play mini golf. Like let's hang out. But like I want to talk to you about something. Yeah. Like how would you? I mean, I think if you're gonna have to talk about it, like I to me the problem is the time period, right? The, the problem is the the time window between when I find out we're gonna have to talk about something and when we actually have the conversation. Like if you're like, hey, are you busy right now? And I say no. And you say, hey, I'm going to come pick you up. We're going to go get coffee or play mini golf or get ice cream or whatever. Like, then that's okay. Because, like, the, the time window I have at that point is, like, 10, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And we're so in the conversation. it's not a lot of time to overthink. So it's like, I'm not going to overthink in that situation. Now, whether that's you acting like – this goes back to the first the, – how we got into the whole question is, like, do you show up acting like nothing's wrong and then wait till the end and have the hard conversation? Or do you just, like, rip the Band-Aid off, like – no, you just get to it. I think you just get to it when you're like you just get to it. even before you get there. Like you start the conversation in the car, right? And then and then you go do like and then you go do the thing time. because then it's like you know honestly like I, I think in that situation the best thing you can do is give them the chance to be like you know what just take me home you know because like if you start the conversation in the car by the time you get there like you give them that little window to be like you know what I'm out of here. If you wait until you actually are in the middle of the thing, then it's like, then they're stuck, you know? And I, I feel like that kind of like puts people like in a, in a, they feel like they're in like that pressure situation. And then again, it goes like, it depends on the situation, like what True. you have to talk about or like what the news is or whatever. Yeah. But I think however we go about it, it's like, it's going to end the same way, like yeah. whether they're upset or like understanding like I think if you get there versus like when you're in the car on the way to somewhere, it'll it'll end the same way. It will. I don't, yeah, I don't think it really makes a difference on how it ends. Um, okay, okay. You know, because it's like bad news is bad news, mm-hmm. and, and like breaking up's breaking up. Like finding out your dog died is finding out your dog died. Like finding out your best friend's moving away is finding out your best friend best friend's moving away. Like oh, there's speaking no. Speaking of. Oh no. Is your best friend? My friend's away? moving away. Who? My friend Mason, not not the one here. Right. How did how did Where? you fi- now, how did you find that out? Oh yeah. See. Oh snap. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So um, we were. Oh, I was at Sophia's house. We were just uh. hanging out, and Mason does not text. He does not Facetime. He calls you. He's like an old man. <laughs> so like whenever he calls me, I'm like, if okay, if someone random called me, like a friend, I'd be like, okay, something's up. Like a phone call, not a Facetime call. Yeah. But like something's weird. But whenever he calls me, it's like normal. So I usually don't answer if I'm, like, doing something because, yeah. like, it's the same as getting a text from him. But he he was like, Grayson, bro, what are you doing? I was like, I'm, I'm like, I'm busy right now. Like, what do you want to, like, why? He was like, we, we need to start going out, bro. Like, let's go, let's, let's go to the gym tomorrow. Let's do this. Let's do that. I'm like, all right. But, like, I mean, I got this tomorrow. I got work this day. He's like, bro, I'm moving soon, bro. We need to, ha- me, you, and Max, we need to hang out. I was like what oh man and this is my friend from like sixth seventh grade and like me and sophia give each other the look like 
oh, this is bad. Like, yeah, this kid's like out of nowhere. Like within like a month or two, he's like leaving. Wow. And yeah, that's how I got it though. So see, now you're in the situation we're talking about. Yeah. Like, how did you take that? Like, because um, he just got to it. Like, was that the best way? Um, I mean, I see. Me and him are like. We're, we're, we're like really good friends so I think however he told me I would have been like dang that really sucks yeah but um yeah I, I'm kind of glad he told me over the phone just straight up honestly because like if he said like bro we have to talk later I would that's the kind of per- person I would be scared to have a serious conversation with yeah but yeah I think that kind of goes back to it right it's like the, it all depends on your relationship with the person but if you're close enough where you have that conversation like I, f- I do feel like just getting into it like how, whatever that looks like, I just avoiding the the window of oh my goodness, like what are we going to talk about? What's going to happen? I think is like the biggest part of that, right? Mm-hmm. All right, part two. What was your fun question? Because that was a deep. That was like a long. That was really deep. That was well. I, that was supposed to be the fun question. Oh, that oh, was the fun that question. Was the fun that question. was, to that, was that was supposed to be the fun question. We guys, we took it really seriously, and it was awesome. The, the, what was going to be the serious question was maybe now this could be the fun one. Probably not though. Um, oh yeah. Though. The, oh, yeah. <laughs> was like, it, it, it's almost like it fits really well coming off of that conversation, like with relationships and everything is like, if you could go back to yourself in first grade, like you just Rick and Morty hop in the time machine, like boom, you're there, you're talking to yourself in first grade. You're like, listen, I don't have a lot of time, but what I need to tell you about life is what would you say? Like what you've experienced from the time you were like six, seven years old until where you're at now. Like what would what would you tell yourself about what life's going to look like? What life's going to look like or like advice? What advice, about? like something that you would need to know, something you wish you'd been better prepared for, like whatever. Like what is like the thing? Like, listen, I have five minutes and I got to get back in my time machine. Like this is what you need to remember. I feel like this is very basic, but I would be like, be careful who you trust. Because okay. like whether it's in like a relationship or a friendship like people like these days like everyone's so fake yeah like it's really hard to find people who aren't fake and even if they're not sometimes they still will be just because they're tired of you or whatever so i feel like sometimes you feel like that one person like at that point in time like you can really trust them like you're like talking about something really deep and you're like trusting them with stuff and then you find out like later like either you guys stop being friends or like whatever you find out later that like he or she like went and told everyone all that yeah and i feel like that's just something like you have to be very careful like and you have to be careful how you read people too yeah because people it's hard to read people because you don't know if they're being their real self or being fake so follow-up question because like i I totally get that follow-up question is like what would you if you had the time to tell yourself like what would you tell yourself about like how to recognize that like how if you're like hey be careful who you trust what would the follow-up be like trust people that are like what would that look like i feel like it would be like kind of along the lines of who they're friends with okay like if you like watch them with their friends you can kind of see like their true self, especially like, if you're just becoming friends with them yeah. and you watch them, not, not like stalker watch them, but like you're all like somewhere and you just see them over there hanging out with like, these people and like you know background on those people. Yeah. I feel like that tells a lot about a person. Yeah. Like if you're, they're hanging out with people who are like gossiping all the time and you know talk about people, then I feel like that would be like, I shouldn't trust them with a lot of things. And I feel like that should be something easy. Yeah. 
like just be able to tell. I think that's like that's something that's really interesting about people, right? Is because like we do our best not to like necessarily judge people like based on who they're friends with or the relationships that they have or the family they come from or like whatever, right? But at the same time, like like you're saying, like that gives you a really good opportunity to see what influences they have. And when you kind of start seeing how those interactions happen, it gives you an idea of like how much you can trust them or like what those people talk about, like about other people, right? Like if they're not there. So you, you, I, I get that for sure. Like kind of taking that, that opportunity to like watch what happens when you're not the one that's the target, right? And that kind of gives you an idea of like how they act about you, which is, yeah, I wish, I wish someone had told me that, whether it was me or somebody else, like, you know, well, that's what you're doing. You know, it makes a huge difference. Um, what about you, Grayson? Uh, like what I would tell my yeah, first grade yeah, self? Yeah, what would you tell your first grade self? Um, like advice-wise, don't settle. Mm. Like for anything. Yeah. And something I've been thinking recently, because like I've been going to the gym a lot, I would probably say like st like start, start in like sixth grade, I would say. Start in middle school. Yeah. Because... I feel like if I started or like a lot earlier than I did, I would like look way different. Like in what way? Like, like well, okay, so so back back it up just a little bit. Like how how do you feel like that would help you? Like what what kind of benefits do you think you'd be seeing? Like if you'd done that. Um. So, you mean like started earlier? Yeah. Like what like what what are the good things like you can imagine? Like you'd be in a better position now. Like if you'd started earlier. I don't know. I just, I just want to like. There are people on social media that like. I think we've talked about this literally the last episode. Like people that I want to look like. Yeah. Or like, um. Like things about my body that I want to change, and I feel like because I started, like seven, eight months ago. Like it's not going to happen anytime soon. But if I started, four or five years ago, I would have it by now. Yeah. Do you think that's like a question like again so kind of follow up like you you tell your your younger self this like that don't settle thing which is is really good i think that kind of goes along with like the conversation we already had about like who you trust and like mm -hmm. who you you kind of give that um that vulnerability over to right um but also like so so you can tell yourself that but you also maybe introduce yourself to the idea of like working out like disciplining your body like that kind of thing like does it really come down to like the idea of like discipline and like a schedule or like what do you like how do you think that helps you like more than just like living up to what you want to see in yourself like on physically different like how does that change who you are maybe as a person i think along the lines of like what i would tell myself i'm gonna change it i'm gonna say i'm gonna like say start earlier but also like do this and do this like eat this way um do this much for your body like each week whatever um but i think like what you said it would discipline it yeah. would discipline myself and like i don't know i've never settled i've i've at this point i don't settle for anything like whether it's relationship wise or like like how i look or whatever but um I think, yeah, it just kind of, like what you said, it'll kind of help discipline me more. If I were to give, like, myself early a plan that I have now, like, the plan I have now, if I gave it to my first grade self, I would I would be so much happier with, like, where I am. Yeah. But I didn't, so. <laughs> so, so now kind of like to take these questions and kind of start, like, wrapping this up towards, like, the end. Um, 
like Keely for yours, like when it comes to like relationships and who you trust and like finding those people that um, you can really feel like you can be yourself around without having to worry about like what they're going to say when you're not there, like any of that stuff. Like how does knowing that now change the way maybe you plan for your future? I think I would make sure like I'm like, um, I don't know. Like, people have, like, a lot of influence on you. And me and my dad were just talking about this earlier. Like, especially with, like, your non-Christian friends. Or if you're trying to get into a, a relationship with someone who's not a Christian. It's definitely hard because you feel like they're not going to like you. Yeah. Unless you do what they're doing. And me and my dad were talking about, like, the thing where, like, it's hard. It's harder to pull someone up than it is to pull them down. And so, it's like, I feel like I would just, like, try to make sure who I surround myself with. Yeah. is more people who like believe the same as me like not saying i'm not going to surround myself with non-christian people because i mean it's just a fact of life not everyone's a christian so you're always going to have those people in your life that aren't christians but i feel like just to be careful with who i surround myself with and who i choose to who i choose to date and who i choose to be really close with and who i choose to trust just make sure that they're not going to lead me down the wrong path yeah definitely i think that's good How about you wait re-ask the question <laughs> Okay, so the question is like, you know, we're, you're, you're going through the thing like, well, this is what I would tell myself when I was younger so that I could be in a better position now. Well, you know now enough to know that that's what you would tell yourself. So how will you use what you know now? How does that change like what you do and how you get ready and prepare for like the future? So I told myself like, don't settle the first time. I'm gonna go off that one first. Yeah. Um, I, every, every single situation where like I lose something or like I am just like upset with myself, whatever. Um, like if if my mom somehow finds out about it, she'll be like, "Well, this is this is like something, you know. I live off of something. You should always do is to not settle with this, not settle with that." And um, and I've been being told that for like years now by <laughs> her. So I've been not settling for a while. Um, so. I think that's not like a new thing for me, but the whole like discipline and like structure. Yeah, I think you can always be harder on yourself. Like no matter how hard you are, there's always like a different amount or like a different level you can take your discipline to. Yeah. I mean, obviously some is too far. Yeah. Which is like you should avoid. But um how would I use it now? Yeah, like, like, now, since you know it now, like, how is it going to change maybe, like, your decisions, like, as you get older and, like, you move into, like, kind of the next parts of your life? So, all right, so I started kind of disciplining myself, like, a lot more the last, like, five or six months, probably, yeah. and I've noticed, like, changes in, like, you know, like, mental health and, like, how I look at different situations and, like, kind of my moods so i think i think if that keeps going the way it has been it'll help me mostly mentally it'll help me a lot better so i think it'll be like a positive outcome i guess is that like yeah, a, no, I, get it. I don't really understand what you mean well no i mean that's that <laughs> when that's my thing it was a vague it was a vague question because it's like you know, you can tell me this stuff about, like, discipline and, like, you know, kind of structuring your life better. And I can think, you know, like, having that discipline will help you, you know, maintain, like, 
good relationships, it'll help you like maintain a stronger, you know, maybe it's a stronger walk with God or a stronger definition of who you are as a person. And I, I can know that, but like the question is vague because it's like, I kind of want to see like in your mindset, like you clearly feel like this is, and, and both of you, right? You, you felt like these things that you're saying are important enough that you would tell them to you when you were younger. So like, since they're that important, like what does it mean to you now and like moving forward? And like the answers you guys gave me were, we're really good about that. And I actually really like what, something you said too, Grayson, where you were like, you can always be harder on yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And I think like when it comes to like, you know, it's funny that the last episode we recorded at the end of like our run last year, now coming back into this fresh, they kind of bridge because it's like, you can always be hard, harder on yourself if you take it too far in the wrong way, like it can hurt your mental health. And so it's like finding that line of, and this is, this is like the word that kind of came to my mind when you said that is like what you expect from yourself. Right, you can't expect perfection from yourself, right? Or you're never you're gonna look in the mirror, you're gonna look at social media, you're gonna look at how you compare to everyone else, and you're always gonna see like, well, I'm not as good as they are, or like I'm not the perfect whatever that I want to be. But when you balance that with like, I can always expect better from myself in a way of like I can constantly be improving, right? I can find ways to improve like my attitude. I can find ways to like improve the way I think through situations. I can find ways to improve the way I approach relationships or approach my friends or approach the way I, I trust people in a way that, that brings me closer to people that matter instead of trying to find people that matter when they haven't shown themselves to be that kind of person, right? Like all of these things like start balancing, I think who you are as a person um, when you start expecting better from yourself by understanding kind of how you fit into the world, how you fit into God's plan, how you fit into, you know, what you know, like he's made you capable of, right? And it's like, that's like you, like you're disciplining yourself physically, but you're talking about how like, it's making me understand things better and, and be more mentally healthy too, because like, I'm learning that I can do more than I think, right? Like I can push myself further than I could six months ago. And like relationships work the same way. It's like, I used to, I used to look at relationships. This is me personally. I used to look at relationships like in a way of like, how are these people going to make me a better person? Right? How, how are these, how are these people? And whether that's, you know, romantic relationships or friendship relationships is like, how are they going to help me become like who I need to be? And now it's like, I kind of look back and I like that wasn't necessarily the most healthy way to look at it because I was looking at them to do something for me I should be trying to do for me, right? Like I should be trying to make my faith deeper, right? I should be trying to make my my understanding and my discipline and my structure, I should be focusing on that and trying to make it better. And, um, you know, the, that's kind of like to, to wrap this up, like that's what I would go back and tell myself is like don't try to put on other people like what you should be taking care of for yourself. And also don't look for the validation of what you, you're doing to come from them. Because it's like, you know, their faith can't be my faith. And like their, their values can't necessarily be my values. Like even if I'm really, really close to someone who, who loves God a lot, being around them will make it easier for me to choose that, but I still have to choose it, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just like being around people that work out a lot, like you... It encourages you and it makes it easier to go work out because you're going to have people that are going to be there. You're going to have your, like, your gym bros. You're going to have people that like are there and, and, and encouraging you to do it. But you still got to choose to like show up. You know, like you still got to choose to be there. And um, that's kind of like what I would tell myself is like, don't choose things just because other people are. But surround yourself, Keely, kind of like what you're saying. Surround yourself with people who have already chosen the same thing you are. And um, that's kind of where it would be for me. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So 
something you said. I have a question for you to kind of wrap it up. Okay. So, as a youth pastor, you said, like, no no matter the situation, whether it's, like, with me working out or, like, your faith or your walk or whatever it is, being around people, like, can influence it. Yeah, for sure. So, as a youth pastor, with all your students, (laughs) right? Yeah. how, How do they influence your walk? How do students influence my walk? Yeah, like, um, like us. No, no, I love that question. <laughs> I, I love that question because that's not a question youth pastors get asked a lot, mm-hmm. right? The question that, so I'll, I'll, I'll answer the question by getting the question I usually get, which is the question that you usually get is like, like who do you follow that, that influence you, right? Like who, like what pastors do you listen to? What books do you read? Like what music do you listen to? And all those things are very important. I've actually never been asked this question. So I love it. Um, Honestly, like you guys, like students, um, they, you guys influence me more than I think you realize. Because one, this will you ask any teacher that actually cares about what they're teaching, is like they'll realize you'll realize like as you teach, you learn more than you ever did being taught. So, like I've been here for seven years now. So for seven years, I've been teaching you guys things that like I kind of knew on the surface level, and like God kind of like gives it like. Hey, this is this is kind of the direction you need to go when it comes to like what you're teaching, what you're like pouring your time into. But like as I'm doing that, you guys ask questions I never thought to ask, right? Or you guys like kind of bring up things in discussions or small groups or whatever that I'm like, I never thought about it that way. Like even just sitting here in a podcast with you guys, I'm like, I never thought about kind of like the connection of, you know, how you work out and how that affects your discipline in other areas. Like it's really cool to hear those perspectives because it's not maybe the same experience that I have. So that way is, is huge. But honestly, being surrounded um, with you guys on a weekly basis, and for most of you, it's more than once a week, I get to spend time, sit down, have conversations with you. A lot of times we don't get to talk in person like this as much as I wish we could because, well, honestly, I, I think for the most part, we could all honestly say like, I'm trying to grow my faith. You know, I'm trying to have a, a deeper walk with God. I'm trying to be a better believer, a better Christian, a better disciple than I was. So like your guys' goals in a lot of ways, the same way mine is, is like, how do I be a better disciple? So even though like, you know, you guys see me as a teacher, as a leader, as a youth pastor, like whatever, you know, you guys see me as like, you should be further along than, than we are. And in some ways I am just because I've been alive longer. Um, at the same time, going through the process with you guys, it encourages me because it's like you're growing i want you to grow i need to grow like we're all growing in the same direction kind of at the same time it's like i had a little bit of a head start but since we see each other so much and we, and we talk through the same things together so often like it encourages me um because when i see you grow i want to grow mm-hmm. i don't want to see you guys grow and me stay the same i don't want to see you guys be be different now than you were last year and me still be the same Austin. So like it's a challenge and a and an encouragement to me because when I when I see you guys growing the way you are, it, it just reminds me to to keep going too. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's where I'm at with it. It's a good answer. You know. It's the truth, man. Like I honestly I had to I had to think about it for a minute cuz like I've never been asked that question but I love it. We, we you got your uh, you got your response on video now. It's, you know what? It'll be here when I'm 60, and I can <laughs> show my grandkids, right? Yeah. Good episode, man. This yeah, is a good one. I'm glad we're back. Good. I'm glad we're back. Are we gonna make it a weekly thing again? I think so. I think we can. I think we, I think we should. I think we should. Maybe next. Okay. M- maybe next time 
both questions won't be as serious. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we didn't do a lot of laughing on this episode. <laughs> I thought... No. Stop. I thought we were going to. I thought we were going to because I thought I was just going to laugh the whole time. Next time. But then it got really serious and I was like, oh, okay, this is getting good. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like, sometimes you laugh, sometimes it's serious, sometimes you get both, but this one was a good one. I think it was This good. was one of the best conversations we've done for sure. Yeah. I think so. All right. So this has been episode what? I think this was the 10th. This is Are episode 10. The cover? Yeah, we'll, we'll change the cover art for this one. We'll bring it back. Okay. Season two. You going to change the intro music? Uh, I don't know, man. That, should I? I don't know. I kind of like it. I think we'll keep the intro music. We'll do some new cover art. Season two, we're, we're here. All right. Sounds good. All right. Season two, episode 10. Keep talking. Are we going to make it season two, episode one? Season, or? Oh, season, oh, I think we should episode one. S2E1? S2E1. Yes. S2E1. This is it. This was S2E1 of Keep Talking with your hosts, Austin, Grayson, and Keeley. We'll see you next week.